summer. Uh, I thought perhaps we could use this uh, tonight as a we could do some sort of a meditation. What is the situation that's happening right now in uh, in Haiti? Uh, basically, I guess I'll guide you through what we just went through. <laughs> the same, the same, the same uh, preliminaries, and uh, but this time focusing it specifically towards the condition that's happening there. And at the end, when the teacher become one with your mind, uh, this is a very preliminary uh, form of meditation where you, the specific form that you, you're supposed to visualize, in the beginning you're supposed to visualize uh, the Shakyamuni Buddha's form, and this is Shakyamuni Buddha uh, blessing you. And after the Shakyamuni Buddha, the form of Shakyamuni Buddha blesses you, then goes into your heart. And as a blessing of that, then you see yourself transform. For a brief moment, you're supposed to see yourself transform into Shakyamuni Buddha. And you see yourself doing the activities of Shakyamuni Buddha. That's, a, that's the meditation you find in the Lam Rim for beginning, uh, beginning meditations. So, You already know all the uh, all all the steps of the preliminaries already. When you, when you get to the the point where the teacher becomes more with your mind, so you see yourself transformed into the form of the teacher as though the, uh, you reach your highest goal. And from within that, then you uh, try to uh, summon. Within you, a very strong sense of compassion, a very strong sense of uh, of love. Uh, compassion specifically is uh, uh, defined as a wish for others to be free of of pain, and love is specifically the wish to for others to find happiness. Okay. So, while you focus on those on those two sentiments of compassion and love, and and uh, you try to have them in a more general way, in a more universal way. Uh, think of specifically of, of own suffering that you, to, to help you get a, a more palpable sense of the compassion, think of the own suffering that you're going through, think of the, own, your, the happiness that you're striving after, and, and, and let that guide you towards the, that feeling. And once you're uh, able to have a, some sort of a, some sort of appreciation, so to speak, of of, uh, of a sense of compassion, a sense of love towards your own suffering, towards your own uh, uh, happiness, and you you spread it to those who who you feel are in the same situation, and then you finally expand it towards anyone who is suffering in any way. And once you find yourself in that, in that, uh, after you sort of made your compassion, made your love sort of uh, universal, then try to hold on to that uh, sense of compassion, that sense of love. Try to hold on to it. Try to feel it as a true power. And f- 
from within that, then you can specifically direct it towards what's happening in, uh, in Haiti. Okay. And if you feel uh, uh, strong enough, and, I, and I'm saying that because you're supposed to feel that it's, it's actually happening. If you feel strong enough to take on whatever pain is going on over there unto yourself, then let your compassion give you the strength to take it. And if you if you can uh, think of uh, whatever happiness you have that might be needed over there, then let that happiness go to, to those over there and let it become whatever let it become whatever they need. Like uh, the verses and uh, Master Shantideva's uh, Bodhisattva Charya Avatara uh, guide to the Bodhisattva's way of life, where he is saying, making prayers, may I become medicine, may I become food, may I become. So you, think, you can think of your own happiness becoming those things for, for those who need those kinds of things. Now, uh, little. Uh, talk and enthusiasm, developing enthusiasm about love and compassion. Uh, in <coughs> when one of the one of the uh, of the benefits of of. Uh, uh, I like to use that word, but unfortunately I've been spoiled to use it. Generate. One of the benefits of generating an uh, altruistic in, uh, motivation, or any measure, for any for any measure of time of time that you can hold on to a true sense of of compassion that is universal, that it is said has such power, such merit that it cannot be measured. Okay. And the uh, the, the, uh, the simile that is used is if we were to take the entire universe and fill it, fill it over with all precious kinds of things and offer them to and, and, and offer them to an enlightened being, he said the merit of one moment of compassion, of universal compassion, universal love, is weight is uh, much higher than the, than that kind of merit. Okay, so if the merit of of loving if for one moment, uh, if you could, if you were, if you were, if it were to become some material thing, it would it would cover the entire universe, and there would be still a lot left over to spill. Okay. And these kinds of of, of uh, measuring is is not something that you can actually. Uh, uh, there's not going to be uh, maybe in a million years from now when. You there's a bunch of bodhisattvas running around that they those kind of they have scientific instrument to measure compassion or something, <laughs> but for now we can't really verify this. You cannot go to some sort of laboratory and, and then go into some sort of universal uh, love meditation and then and then for the scientists to see oh look at that uh, look how it has become uh, this thing that's still over all all the universe. Okay. But this is something just this imagery is to give you an idea of the power of, of compassion, of the power of love. That even a moment of it is, is extremely powerful. And when you think of when you and when you think of these imageries, it's supposed to help you gain confidence in in that meditation. 
and also to help you overcome the doubts that we already have, the doubts that makes us think that no, those things are very nice, very sentimental, very sweet, but they don't really, they're not really effective. The only thing they can, the, the only power they have is to make beautiful poetry. They don't really have, they don't really have an effect on the world. Okay. So when you think about those things, it helps to calm and helps to o- overcome these kinds of doubts. And um, another one specific uh, benefit of the of the power of compassion, the power of love, is that the person who is absorbed in that cannot be harmed. And one of the explanations given uh, for that is uh, when you approach uh, a wild animal, for example, and if you have a true intention for uh, a sincere uh, a wish. Uh, fo- solely focus on the happiness of, of, of that animal, that wild animal, it, it will in some way sense it. And because they sense it, they will not feel threatened, they will not, they will not feel the need to attack you. And also, in, in, in uh, the added ex- explanation given to that is that um, the person who has such a, uh, such a, such a, such a mind the, the, the beings which are made of light, the devas or the gods or the angels, find such a person attractive. It's like a, a, a flower to a bee. They are, they are very attractive to that kind of mind and they want to be around it. And, and, and because you have this, uh, these uh, hosts of, 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 of bright beings, of powerful beings around you, they, 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 they uh, some give the, the, the explanation that they provide that kind of protection. It is because you're surrounded by these angels who are attracted to that, to, to, to that uh, uh, compassion and that love in your mind. They protect you from, from harm. That's, that's, that's one way that uh, the benefit of protection is explained. So, and at the same time, uh, you can say that uh, those who feel very strong, uh, uh, very strong aversion towards you, who really want to harm you, and then they cannot help themselves, it has become somewhat like, like the, uh, uh, almost their nature to want to harm you. And those, even those, those beings cannot harm you by the power of your love, and whatever. Uh, action they take to harm you will will fail. Okay. So that there are those who, who are intent to harm you because that's all the intention they have. They will they, they will fail in, in their attempts. And those who could harm you, but they would harm you only because they feel threatened. They will actually uh, feel protected by you. And then there are those bright beings who are powerful who are who live in, you could say they live in, uh, try to live in pure thoughts. By pure thoughts, I mean uh, the gods, the, 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 uh, um, the angels, if you want to call them that, they arrive at the status of, of being angelic or the, the, uh, the, the status of being, uh, of being uh, godlike, godlike because they kept pure morality 
because they kept they kept their minds in, in, in pure thoughts. So those kinds of, of, of thoughts uh, uh, they find them attractive, and they're, they're in the same way, those who have the intention to harm and they, they they find themselves incapable of stopping themselves. So in the same way, those who are attracted to a mind of compassion, they they just feel compelled to to go towards you. They, they just can't help it. So, uh, so when you, if you can think of uh, of that, so you can think of how powerful the, that 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 mind is, then you can wish, you can make it, uh, you can wish it, and, and almost wish it so strongly to the point where you're willing it. May those who are suffering, may they have that kind of mind, may they find that kind of mind, so that they, they are naturally protected, so that harm will naturally be deflected off of them. Okay. Uh, that's first after you first uh, sort of uh, absorb, allow yourself to be absorbed as much as possible in, in, in that in that state of mind. Okay. And begins first by appreciating your own suffering, and then expand it to others who are suffering, and have a true sense of compassion, and expand it to all who are suffering, and have a true sense of uh, appreciation of. You're striving for happiness, how you want to be happy, and then and, and uh, expand it so you could cover uh, everyone, and then let your mind absorb in that in that state. And after absorbing your mind in that state, you understand that for whatever moment of time that you are able to to for your mind to be absorbed in true universal love and true universal compassion, that's a lot of merit you gain. And then you take that as you take that as a as your commodity, so to speak, and you're, you're gonna bring it to those who need it. So the merit that you gain from being absorbing, from uh, having absorbed yourself in compassion, you're gonna transfer it into the happiness that that is needed over there, and you're gonna uh, transfer it into the, the the what the the relief that is needed for for the suffering that's going over there. Okay. All right. All right. Any question? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, okay. I was taught. I was taught uh, loving kindness, compassion, mercy uh, through to the eternal condition. Mm-hmm. And they always talk about. Uh, at first, you you take things to to do things to make things. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they move further into the state of where they describe that after you do that for a while, that you don't have to, to necessarily think about these things. That, like it says in the policy, because the, the, the loving kindness kind of fills your body mm-hmm. and, and the, the feeling is non conceptual. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my question is, is uh, in the Tibetan tradition, um, is, there, is, it, is it the same sense? Or is it more of an analytical uh, form of giving, um, as opposed to that that uh, progression to a single pointed state of loving kindness? The the absorption that I the state of absorption I talk about is what you're referring to as a non-conceptual yes. state. Yeah. Yeah. So in order to get there, you go through a process, right. and that process that is called analytical. Right. And the analytical process is you go to uh, the, the visualization, or you go to the thinking of giving things that that makes people happy, mm-hmm. and then eventually 
you get to that, uh, you find yourself completely absorbed into a state, and that state is the state of loving kindness, okay. or the state of compassion. So and it's, it's not the same. Yeah, okay. it's the same. Once you arrive at that state, then you forget about what you were doing before. Right. You just <laughs> absorb yourself in that. Okay. All right. So, if you were thinking about the 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 need to do something, yeah, or you wish you you could do something, and I think this is as important, if not, if you were to weigh those two things, you know, going out there and doing, giving material assistance or doing this having a genuine sense of compassion, sense of love and directness towards them. They're both they're both needed, but if you force me to, to, to make a comparison, I would say this is the most this is more important. Okay. Because uh, this is this one will uh, will sort of assure that uh, at least it delays this kind of suffering. Once it's gone, it delays it from happening happening from coming back again. Well, this one, just you take care of this one, it can, only, it can easily become some, uh, another kind of suffering later. So this is, think of, this is very essential. Those who are go out there already, who have the capacity to be out there, they need, they need this, they need, to be, they need to be under this influence. And those who are being helped, they need to be under this influence also. So you can think of, of you're doing a very important work. Yeah. Yeah. So make your body.